The smartest guys around are about to break it down like they won the game a million times. Well, actually, they didn't really win the game at all. Survivor, no way to Strino back here with uh, Stephen Fishback. Hi. Hi, uh, back <laughs> I guess I'm Felicia. <laughs> yep. Who, wait, yeah. who is Felicia? <laughs> Do you think uh, Jeff knew? Do you think that Jeff knew? I, that's a good question. Is Jeff just sort of playing along? I think he, or, I think uh, he, like, does he know the reference? Here's the real question. And I have a perspective, but yeah. I want your perspective. Yeah. Was that all theater from Carolyn and Jam Jam? That is what we will talk about. Well, if it was, it did not go. It went a little bit sort of like the theater for uh, Mr. and Mrs. Lincoln uh, in terms of how it played out for <laughs> wow. for Jam Jam. You think wow. that Jam Jam was in on the vote to take out Sarah? No, no, no. But I mean, like, I oh. thought that. Oh, yeah. We'll talk, Jam 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 right. we'll talk about that. it all yeah. here tonight. We've got a lot to unpack here. I thought this was the best episode of the season. I, it was, I, I was highly entertained. I am thoroughly confused. I think we have a lot that we need to unpack here tonight here for episode number four of Survivor 44, week 40. Mm. As, uh, Drop the four, keep the 44. You know, keep all, we need all the fours uh, keep this all the week. Fours. Okay, okay. okay. All right. Um, and that is actually two, four is uh, two less than the actual number of hidden immunity idols that were in the game at one point this week, which was six. Uh, but we will talk about all that and much more more here tonight with Stephen Fishback. Of course, I will have an exit interview with Sarah coming up on Thursday, so be on the lookout for that. And Kellen Bechtold will be my guest for the recap this week, so uh, be on the lookout for that coming up on Thursday. And one week from tonight, Stephen, I will be right here in my community for our live show, the Raleigh RHAP live event. We will not be together next week. Mm. Stephen will be uh, live with you and next week while I am with a amazing Survivor panel talking about the episode and watching it live in Raleigh. Tickets are available. Rob is a website dot com slash Raleigh or go to Rob is a website dot com slash events uh, for all of the RHAP live show information uh tickets are available if you want to be there with us in person next wednesday night steven okay so much to talk through uh in terms of what happened so first off just to confirm okay i'm sure that this will open the episode next week carolyn told josh play your idol for yourself tonight i think so well first of all I really do not think Josh was seriously going to play his idol for Karen. I just can't accept that any player in that situation would be would would make a move like that. I think maybe he was offering it to build a bridge with her, but yes, I think we I think I think he was serious. Really? Like that would be so 
absurd to take this, to come into this position on this tribe, believe, you know, whole cloth, this story that was being told to you and then say, okay, well, you must be on the outs more than I am. I'm going to play my idol for you. I just don't, I just, I think I, I kind of think, I mean, he sort of hinted that he was just kind of offering it to her to, to build a bridge with her. Um, but I do think that, yes. Why? Why would he do that? Why would he, like, if if he wasn't really going to do it, why show it to her? Well, maybe just, well, the that itself is the, you know, I a circle of trust, right? Like, maybe we can play this for you. Maybe we play it for me. Here's an idol. Like, we're, we're in this together. Like, right? Like, we've always talked about how showing information is a way of, of and, and, you know, certainly, you know, we'll talk That's about later how Matt manifesto. did that with uh, Carson um, on on Ratu, but but um, yes, to answer your question in a very long winded way, Carolyn, I was definitely in on it with Josh. I think she said, you know, play your idol for you, and together we will take out Sarah. Now, was this a good move? That's the question. Um, I say, and I've I've really tried to be thinking about this both ways. And I will say, I cannot endorse this move. I think this was a very bad move from Carolyn. And uh, I am a huge Carolyn fan. I love that she did this. And I do want to separate Carolyn, the person that's on my television, from Carolyn, the game player. And so for Carolyn, the woman that comes on my television on Wednesday nights, I adore you. Thank you so much for this. This was incredible. As far as that is the same person playing the game. Mm, I don't know. One of them is Felicia and one is Carolyn. Okay. Uh, (laughs) But the person that made this move, who's my winner pick in the game, I do not like this move for her uh, at all because that even if like she felt like, okay, this is a, a good move. Okay. Josh has people on the other team and I'm going to, you know, get in good with him. He actually doesn't. He's actually on the bottom of the people that he came from. And I thought this through in terms of for Carolyn, you know, she had this relationship with Jam Jam. Something has gone a little bit askew from her perspective, not necessarily from Jam Jam's perspective, but she's feeling like, hey, I didn't come here to get told the plan. And so rather than, you know, work it out with Jam Jam, I think she's feeling like, okay, well, maybe if this is going to get down to some sort of like Ricard and Shan situation where we're going to potentially get down to two people here, I'm not convinced that it's not going to be Jam Jam and Sarah that survive this first part of the game. And so I said, well, maybe maybe that is like the new era. Maybe you got to think this through about how do you position yourself to be the last two? Because it doesn't seem like Jam Jam and Josh are going to be working together. So maybe, all right, get rid of Sarah. And Carolyn has assured herself to come out of this Tika tribe if it gets down to only two people. However, she could, with a hidden immunity idol in her pocket have just voted out Josh here at this tribal council. And then if for whatever reason, Jam Jam and Sarah want to vote together the next time, then she can still play her idol. Right. I mean, I think you don't want to count on playing. Your, and I, I'm with you. I don't think this that's her ultimate insurance policy. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, especially because Jam Jam has been her guy and this creates distrust between them because she went behind his back and that's going to fundamentally, you know, erode the trust that they have. Now, 
The fact that she's always the decoy boot, I think that is really bad from Jam Jam's perspective, you know, and I get it from and, hey, and for her to, two tribal councils. Well, OK, fair. But but, you know, to be told, OK, you're going to be the decoy boot. We're going to say your name. That's scary. I mean, yes. I think that's really careless of Jam Jam to take someone who he needs and just kind of say, it's going to be you. You're the person we're going to say and not really paper it over. Not and we don't you know, obviously, we only see a fraction of what happened. We don't know. Yeah, how he tried to pitch it. But from our perspective, and, and certainly from Carolyn's perspective, it was just being told, okay, you know, you're the decoy yeah. boot. If things go wrong, you're going home. Whatever. Again, right? like only if a four-person tribe. You're going home. What? Only a four-person tribe. Not right. Not a lot people. of people to, not a lot of people, but like, you know, still the, not a lot of people for it to be, but whoever it is, is going to be mad about it, you know? And, and it's fair for that person to be mad yeah. about it. So to your point, I do think that it's not totally wild to put yourself in the middle where, like you're saying, she keeps Josh on her side. Jam Jam and Josh are not going to work together. Now, Carolyn is the, you know, she's definitely got more leverage. I also don't think it's, you know, she doesn't know that Josh is on the bottom of his tribe. And also, right. Josh is only on the bottom of his tribe while they're a tribe, right? When they come back, when they all come to emerge together, then he's got relationships, right? He can, He's got people to to uh, connect with. And I think when you are in this position of being the smallest group left, right, with this, you know, a lot of times you're thinking, we need inroads. We are going to need to build relationships with other people come merge. And having someone here who can help us build those relationships, it's not, it's not a terrible idea. Now, again, like I just, leaving Jam Jam totally out of it, could, could she not have said, hey, Josh is an idol, He's playing it for himself. Um, let's, it looks like the vote is Sarah. You know, we want you with us on this. That's not Carolyn though. And that's, this is what is troubling about Carolyn and her prospects moving forward in the game that I feel like that she is very much like, a, I would say at, at best, uh, maybe impulsive and potentially erratic, uh, to put it mildly. And this was not, I do not believe to be like a well, like thought out move in terms of like what's going to happen next. Like you, I think you could have found a way to have your cake and eat it too, for whatever reason, if there is like any sort of like animosity, and we only heard Carolyn talk about, she has problems with jam jam. Ultimately it was Sarah who had to pay the price here. Uh, it was never right. talked about that jam jam was going to be the target of the vote. And so for, uh, for Carolyn, like if, if she did wanted to engineer a way for Sarah to go home, I mean, there were ways that she either could have like told she, she could have put a vote on Josh. If she if it was like, Hey, like play your idol tonight. I have to like, I'm going to like uh, pretend right. to vote with it. You know, that I think that there are ways that she could have engineered this more smoothly, but now like, I feel like that there is going to be a major fallout with jam jam. Jam jam does not seem like the kind of person who is going to take this lightly. Right. And I mean, I do think, I mean, right. They've been together since, you know, the beginning and there's to, to leave someone out of a vote. But I also think there's an element where maybe it will stabilize the relationship a little bit, where if Jam Jam is always kind of treating her like his sidekick or like the person who he, he can dump on, you know, who he can just say, okay, you're going to be the decoy boot. That's the way it is. And like not getting her perspective, not taking her input. 
you know, at some point she does need to even the playing field. She does need to push back a little bit. I mean, it's a very difficult situation, as I can attest, to be the number two in a two-person alliance. Because what is your end game? You know, what are you, you're thinking like, I'm always going to be the, uh, the, the other guy. I'm always going to be the number. Like, yeah. if, I, if my goal is to make it to the end with these people, you know, if my goal is to sit at the final tribal with Jam Jam and I'm always his, you know, his sidekick, like, how, what's my position in this game? What's well, my place in this game? That not for me to debate you on, you know, the perception of you and JT, but like, I feel like that you and JT, it was not like that JT came to you and said like, all right, Steven, here's the plan today. And you just had to go along with it. Like, I feel like if anything that it, maybe other people might've had a perception of it being like uh, lopsided in terms of like who was calling the shots or who was the important partner. But in your actual partnership with JT, did you find it to be that it was one-sided? No, but I mean, I, I definitely, I mean, honestly, no, but I mean, but, but more, um, that was honestly more the case a little bit for me with in Cambodia. And I, we don't need to make this into about my various alliances, but Why? I, Why I do not? think, um, <laughs> fair. Yeah. um, you know, I, I would often feel in Cambodia, like, Hey, like I really had a strong strategic desire and it was, I, you know, people were, would not always go along with it. Right. And sometimes they would, right. Of course. And you did try to make your case as best as you could, but if you don't feel like you have as active a voice in the group, you have to find ways to create new situations that give you a more active voice. And that's bad for everybody. So, um, was that was that a convoluted was that convoluted or was that was that no clear? I, like, I think that that uh, that's fair and I certainly you know remember you know how frustrated you were when you wanted to vote out Joe and people were like no it's not don't, don't worry or about savage that. Yeah. I mean like anybody like I mean and even if like not not you don't have to assume that everyone is always going to go along with your plan but you want to feel like you know it's not just being dismissed out of hand right you mm -hmm. want to feel and that's and that's where I felt a lot of empathy for Carolyn where she is just told what to do. And then, you know, she doesn't get to feel like she's a part of the decision-making process. Yeah. And so in many ways, I feel, you know, blame Carolyn, but I think this is Jam Jam's fault a lot too, I, where so he's not. Yeah. I think Carolyn ultimately made a bad move. I think that for Carolyn, I think that they're be they're better off. And I think that this group is going to potentially go to another tribal council before the pre-merge is over. And I do think that for for Carolyn, I think that she might have had, you know, I, if, if she doesn't trust Sarah, I think that there would have been an opportunity to take out Sarah still and her and Jam Jam could come out together uh, as a pair. And maybe they still will after this pre-merge. But I also think that there is blame to lay with Jam Jam as well, because that as we you know have seen before. In Survivor, you know, if you are going to, you know, do some sort of like elaborate play with another person that you need to make sure that that person is going to be able to, you know, uh, is up for that type of chicanery. And it seemed like that for Jam Jam, he was putting on this act of, okay, Carolyn and I are in a fight, but I feel like that for Carolyn, it was I think real. she didn't really <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. Carolyn had real animosity towards, uh, and you know, going back to, uh, your, your friend, John, AKA Cochran from survivor South Pacific, where it was like, Oh, we're all mad at Cochran. So Cochran, you go like our plan is, and they really had animosity towards him, but right. our plan is going to be, you go talk to coach and you go tell coach that you're, you know, you're flipping to his side and then you get right. all the information and bring it back to us. And a lot of times, you know, the person that you, you know, hire to play the spy 
ultimately can flip sides. Yeah, absolutely. It's such an interesting dynamic. The one thing I want to talk about with one other thing is why not make Sarah the decoy boot? If you're Jam Jam, right, and you're and Carolyn is your number one, why not make Sarah the decoy where there is a chance Josh has an idol? You know, we obviously have seen that Josh has an idol. We know, we know there's a very good chance he has an idol. But this twist of, you know, all this tribe mix up, you have to think like, it's so obvious. I mean, I don't know. Like, again, like knowing what we know, it's easy to say, well, it's so obvious they would do it this way. But you have to at least consider the possibility that they just were on this track. They've got some kind of superpower. So mm-hmm. there is a chance that Josh has an idol. He's certainly going to play it. Um, why would you want your best ally if you're Jam Jam to go home? Why not make Sarah the decoy boot? It's a good question. I think that maybe for Jam Jam, and it's impossible to know uh, without asking, but perhaps he felt like, okay, well, it it's, makes more sense that Carolyn would be the target. Carolyn comes across as more of an erratic player, and she is the kind of person that, uh, you know, obviously you've seen that she hasn't done as well in the challenges. She's the next person who would uh, who would be going home, and that's why, you know, we need you. We're so glad you're here. Um, and Sarah seems like a little bit more positive polished as a player and maybe that that's why again this is just me completely presuming what the reasons would be to say carolyn was the target as opposed to sarah yeah i just it was just i mean you can always make up a reason why it's somebody's going to be somebody else mm-hmm. you know i mean it would just be so easy to say you know carolyn and i are tight we you know sarah was with helen you know we want her gone next like mm-hmm. come with us you know which just be so straightforward yeah you know why why put your your bestie on the line like that. I just think it's not, and especially with Carolyn being a slightly more erratic, you know, you know that she's going to react badly to that. You know, if, if, yeah. if Sarah is indeed more level-headed, here's a question for you yes. that I have about Sarah. Is Sarah going to be more upset that she was voted out with an idol or when she learns that her idol was not an idol. No, I think she's relieved when she finds out that she has a fake idol because I think yeah. that she's probably like would, would have been beating herself up of like, oh right. my God, I'm an idiot. I didn't play my idol. Oh, I got one out with an idol in my pocket. It's like, yeah, hey, actually, your idol was fake. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> thank God. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, I'm so relieved. Uh, no. But nobody gets off easy tonight, Stephen, no. because Sarah also. Terrible job not playing your idol here at the like. All right. When Josh, Josh plays his idol, Josh plays yeah. his idol. You, yeah. She even said, if, hey, if anything happens, he plays his idol. She's like, oh, I didn't think that they were voting for me. Like, it's a one in three chance, Sarah. Yeah. You yeah. got to play the idol in that spot. I guess she just, I think people get. You know, you, you get some power and you think you just start planning too far ahead. You start, mm-hmm. you, you lose sight of the moment, the moment. Uh, yeah. You just like start to like think out and, and it's, it's really destructive. That's mm-hmm. always, that's always like the biggest yeah. danger of any of these advantages is that you just start to speculate too far ahead. The only person in this tribe who played well was Josh. <laughs> well, he played great. He, he played he, great. He, he played great. He did. I mean, he immediately like, you gotta like give, give credit to Josh here. He immediately, you know, he, he went along with Jam Jam and Sarah, like went along with their plan, mm-hmm. immediately went and told Carolyn what their plan was. Um, you know, she was in on it, but still it, his honesty with her created a bond that ended up having him vote with, to having them vote together. And now he has an ally on that tribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And look, maybe I will be dead wrong about this and maybe, you know, uh, 
Josh and Carolyn are going to be the alliance that dominates the rest of the season. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm wrong about this. I just feel like that this was the the wrong way for for Carolyn to go. I think she had more options to stick with Jam Jam and Sarah to potentially reunite with Carson. And who knows how he's going to react to all of this? Like, was he tighter with Carolyn or tighter with Jam Jam? Uh, we we just don't know. Uh, also, like, look, Carolyn can do amazing things. Maybe she's able to, you know, smooth things over next week. And this is just a blip in her game. But I do feel like that this was the wrong way to go. Rob, I have a question for you. Please. So you're cast on another season of Survivor. Okay. People say, Rob, you're Rob the podcaster, right? You're a great podcaster. I know all about you. You, you podcast all about Survivor. No, do you, no. What do you say? Personal trainer. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Personal okay, trainer. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I'm a, I'm a podcaster. Uh, <laughs> tell everybody like what to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's have good. a steady, good, steady yeah. voice. Yeah. That was such an interesting moment because- they they specifically said, "Are you a surgeon?" It wasn't like, "Are you a pianist?" You know, yes. it was like, "Are okay, you a surgeon?" Well, okay, so this was like, I guess, sort of like a quiz show of that they overheard him say, "Hey, in my profession, I have to have a steady hand." So like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it could what, have been anything. What, they went straight what, to surgeon. Well, what other what other uh, profession would you say I have to have a steady hand? Bomb squad. Bomb squad? He's yeah, yeah, the wires. You don't want to like. Wanna he disarms like, uh, bombs. <laughs> I mean, on Survivor, it could be anything. You would you leap know? to that before surgeon. Juggler, ju juggler, juggler. I think is unsteady hand. You gotta have the flexible <laughs> hands. Your hands are going everywhere. <laughs> what other uh, profession? Calligrapher. Calligrapher. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Hands are moving. I don't know. Uh, but I do think that like name a profession with a steady hand. One hundred people survey. I do think surgeon's going to be the number one. Yeah. Um, it was, but just not a great lie. Not a great lie from, I mean, at the point where people are saying, are guessing your profession, it's going to be hard, but I guess if he's told other people that he's a, a you know, a, a trainer. Yeah. I mean, not stuff. to, this is why you not know to why disparage the injury, uh, or, or, or the, um, the profession. I mean, you'd voce a couple seasons ago was a brain surgeon. Okay. Actually brain, yeah. 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 I mean, um, look, you know, surgeons is surgeons very, very good. Very good. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Everyone uses their feet. Not everybody uses mm -hmm. their brain. If they have, they necessarily, not everyone uses their feet, but you know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Okay. Steven. So, all right. That tribe is very interesting in terms of uh, what's going on there. Uh, just while we're talking about Tika, how about uh, Carolyn and the uh, saga of the Red X? Um, another very fun moment where, although sort of weird, and this is, what I want to talk to you about. So she creates a red X in the birdcage, sends everyone into a flurry and they're all, where's the red X? Sarah ends up finding the red X and thinking she has an idol. Very fun sequence. Yes. Um, why would they think that they, do they think like production got bored with like them not opening the birdcage? <laughs> like, here's another way to get the idol. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what the, what the, what they thought, but you know, it's just been so interesting of like, Hey, I've got a fake idol. Got to get somebody else thinking that they have the fake idol. And for Carol, she didn't even know who had it. Like yeah. what's the, what's even the point? Why are we doing this? Just, just idols, fake idols for fake just idols. Just to mess yeah. with people. Yeah. yeah, just more chaos. Yeah. Okay, Stephen, um, we have not spoken yet about how Sarah, even though in a most unconventional way, 
was the latest player to be voted out of the game. Uh, she does become the fourth young woman voted out of the season in four episodes. Yes. I do feel like this one was much more fluky than the first three. Well, the first one was with Brandon playing his idol and, and, and Maddie going home. I mean, mm-hmm. this one, at least, at least she, this time she had, you know, yeah, the majority, you know, half the votes at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say that was the, the the second most fluky that I do feel like that there was a lot of talk about Jamie and that there was, uh, you know, people uh, did want one of the women to go home uh, in that Ratu tribe. But here tonight, like for all intents and purposes, like uh, it should have been Josh potentially uh, if everything went according to plan. Well, I mean, again, like it was a split vote, even in that situation, you know, it still would be a tied vote. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the plan was two people voting for Josh and two people voting yeah. for Sarah. I'm curious to know just how much outrage there will be. And I do not need to be tagged personally with said <laughs> yeah, outrage, but I yeah. am interested to see just how uh, upset people are. I know after last week, uh, especially when it was so much of it was about because Claire and her challenge performance, where Sarah was a good challenge performer it's uh, that i am interested to see just uh how upset people are as uh, more of the same yeah um it's it's i mean it, you know at this point it's it's definitely a notable trend and i think you know you have to sort of say even, even if you can rationalize why every single one you know every single vote had its own peculiarities mm-hmm. when they're all part of the exact same you know you know, all four young women within, you know, three years of, of each other in terms of age, right? I guess uh, uh, Claire is 25 and, and Helen was 29. So four years of each other. Um, that, that seems meaningful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Steven, uh, let's talk about the twist tonight. Okay. Go on the journey, come back and uh, you get a tribe swap. First tribe swap here in any way, shape or form of the new era. How did this feel for you? Um, it was fun. I was like, I liked it. Let's try it out. You know, yeah. like, uh, you go, it's not always a great thing to go on these journeys, you know? And I think that has to, like, that adds an element of danger, you know? I mean, you know, in terms of it being a dangerous game, like this is much more, it's a dangerous game than like you go and you like, you know, potentially you, you, you play a lottery game and, you know, turn a ship wheel. Like that's not dangerous. Like you go on this journey and suddenly you're on a different tribe. Like that's really interesting. And that's dangerous and creates a lot of, I think, challenges for all the players so this to me was a very fun twist okay um the idol part of it an idol for each person an idol that- only idols but like also how do you do this without the idol like the, the problem we talk i mean we've talked in the past about how do you right. just like do a random switch like this the person's obviously going to be voted out first they have to have some level of immunity we've talked also about giving them a single use idol for just the like, immune at their first tribal council but that doesn't create room for error mm-hmm. so if it's a multi-use idol, it's actually in some ways worse than a single-use idol because they can screw it up. You know, mm-hmm. they can hold on to it for a second tribal council and get voted out. It seemed to me a little OP to send the, each player into the other tribe with an idol. That could a compromise be an extra vote for each person who is switching over? Or what about they're just immune? They're immune for the first t- tribal. You know, then then there's no um, ambiguity. I mean, mm-hmm. the extra vote, but again, like the extra vote, it's going to be. Uh, maybe, maybe you're right. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So you think you think the idol is is just too strong? 
I feel like it was a little overpowered, especially considering that at the point that these three players get idols, we have six idols in the game and four fake ones at that point. Um, Six idols, Steven. We have yeah. gone past the record. of. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the previous record was for most idols in the game at one time, but I think it was probably maybe three or four. Uh, I don't even think we ever hit five. Well, now we have five. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, yeah, I, I like the, the abstract quality of like. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. This is a fun. Yeah. So you think you think a, a better solution would be just have an extra vote? <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying that vote on. I'm trying that on. Like, yeah. I feel like it would have been. Uh, I mean, it certainly would have like been the same uh, for Josh tonight, uh, you know, that he was able to still he had to get one person um, and then ultimately he was able to, um, you know, get Carolyn. Here's a question I had for you. Why have them split up? Because on, on the journey, they all go on different paths. There's no way. You can't, can't you can't guarantee if they all go on different paths that they're all. Yeah, I don't know how they did that. I think there had to have been some shenanigans there because what if they pulled their own buff out of the bag? Right. Well, or and even if they got rid of that buff, it very well, well could happen. What if two people, people picked the same, the same buff? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So I think that there have to, had to have been okay. You go here. You go here. You go here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or it's like okay, like uh, just pull a thing out of the bag, give it to the producer, and then we'll take it to your new camp. <laughs> uh, I think that that's that must have been uh, how they did it because I think uh, there's no way that they would have had it work out perfectly uh, yeah. like that. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, some of these other folks uh, that we saw uh, arrive at their other camp i think probably um the more interesting one might have been carson going to ratu uh because we saw where matthew uh feels like oh i've I've wasted all this time working on jamie i need to go to work right away with carson yeah and that was very a very fun moment where he uses the fake idol that he gave for jamie as a way of building a relationship with Carson. And again, like, this is what's so great about, you know, how thoughtful he was about that fake idol. Because, you know, obviously you can make up anything. You can make up any lie. But it's so much better when everyone else believes the lie. And there's some sort of verifiability to your lie. And Jamie believes she has an idol. So Mm -hmm. for Matthew to be able to say this to Carson, and for Carson, you know, to, to know that, like, you know, if for whatever reason Carson confronts Jamie about it, you know, that there is a paper trail, it's so strong. It's such a smart, strong way for, for him to play it. And and it was just like such a well thoughtful, strategic move, I thought. If I may, um, that, and, and it's it did seem like it worked with Carson. I don't think that we got any confessional, though, from him saying, like, uh, what is this? Right, you, you know, yeah. but the, the way that Matthew was so intentional about it, that he sat Carson down and said, OK, and now I'm going to tell you a piece of personal information <laughs> so that I will gain trust from you. Like, yeah, yeah. you're saying the quiet part out loud, yeah. Matthew. You don't, you, that say, about him you don't need to go on a date. And it's like, I'm going to reveal some personal details about my past. So you drop your guard a little bit and feel like you know me better because I'm going to tell you some information now. Like, uh, you could just do the thing. 
Yeah, that's very funny. And you you sort of you said that last week too about how with him he really is very like so deliberate that it becomes you know almost mechanical. And as with him sharing you know to to, to Jeff like oh I've got I I I practice this at home like he mm-hmm. he really feels well, the those need to two narrate really, how much he knows. Uh, get together and talk about all the challenges they're practicing at home. Yeah, Carson yeah, yeah. and Matthew. But, but Carson's you know cl- playing close to the vest, so. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. He really, uh, it, it may have been coming on a little bit, a little bit too strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we didn't hear anything from Carson to say that he had any sort of like weird feelings about the whole situation. Um, meanwhile, Jamie over, uh, goes to Soka. We now, first off, we found out that at least from what Danny and Heidi were telling Matt and Franny, they want to work together. The two pairs that, uh, Josh is on the outs potentially. Uh, but now here comes Jamie. Now again, there is a possibility that Heidi and Danny are selling Matt and Franny a bill of goods in that conversation. You know, I don't know if we necessarily, I, I'm not hundred percent sure we saw a, confessional from Heidi and Danny saying that Josh is at the bottom and he's going to be the next person to go. We did see Franny say that, Oh, well now Josh is gone. And now the person that we wanted to get rid of, uh, is gone. And now here's Jamie. Um, it's so hilarious that Jamie has two idols, Stephen, a real one and a fake one. Do you think there's a possibility that Jamie goes and plays and the, the, the votes are coming for her. She goes and plays the hidden immunity idol. How does Jeff determine whether she has given the real hidden immunity idol or the fake hidden immunity idol? Well, they don't look exactly like, right? I mean, and they don't know. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, okay, Jeff, if she gives you beads, that's, that's fake. <laughs> that's if she gives got, you the yeah. coin, that's real. He's got Matt, in it, Matt uh, Van Wagen in his, in yeah. his ear, just like, uh, you know... Yeah, I don't know what her real idol look like. Yeah, um, she'll definitely play the real one because that's the one that expires. I, I, I had you, a moment. Uh, well, of thinking, you would hope so. You would hope yeah, so. But it's like, oh, yeah. well, Matthew knows about this one, so maybe I should burn it. And this is one nobody knows I have. I don't know. I don't think anyone would be that that silly. Like that would be just uh, ridiculous. What a way to go! What a way to yeah, go for Jamie, truly, uh, truly. who's a, a very fun character. Also, I think she's been overshadowed by Carolyn and all of her screen time, but she is a very fun personality to have. Oh on my gosh, she's too. like life. She's like like the like the person you know when Jeff used to be like life is an adventure. Say yes to adventure. That's Jamie. She's saying yes to adventure at every step along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do you think that if Soka goes to a tribal council? that Jamie is going to be the person who's going to go home and could she potentially have to play her idol? Yeah. And then, and then who would it be? Um, I don't know. (laughs) Whoever she writes down. I guess that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very fun. I really like this group. It's a very fun group. Soka, I think, is my is my rooting interest personally. I know I know a they lot of are very are fun. But Danny from. is, you know, uh, a ball of energy, and uh, that, that man he, loves to somersault. He loves to somersault. That he is tumbling over across the cargo net. And he's tumbling into the water. Jeff graded his dive an eleven. How about wow. that? Yeah, Stephen. Were you excited to see the return of the slingshot challenge? <laughs> I would just knew I would be getting tweets. Mm-hmm. Always excited to see the return of the slingshot challenge. It's a great, it's a great challenge. 
I can't remember. Did you ever talk about the mechanism for the slingshot challenge? Is there is there a PA standing behind each one of the things raising the flag, or is it like some mechanism uh, that a flag comes up? I I know. I think I think it's a mechanism. I mean, yeah. I certainly didn't. I mean, if they were a PA, they were like hiding. You know, I mean, I didn't see them. Yeah. Uh, they were like dressed all in purple, standing very still. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, Steven, anything else uh, from our three tribes that you want to highlight tonight before we start to get into some questions? I mean, that was really, those were the, those were the big things, right? What did, did we, did we miss anything? Um, no, that, that was it. That was it. Let's do how some many questions. more votes do you think we have before we get to mergatory? So how many, how many people are left? Last in the season, three? it was five episodes and then we had mergatory in episode number six. That makes sense. I mean, it's 13 now. You lose one more person and then you have the the, the double, the, the 6v6 for uh, to, to make the merge. Mm-hmm. I, think that, I think that works. Okay. So yeah. we'll see. Maybe next week could be the final round in which uh, those idols are in play. And maybe um, we'll see uh, what happens. But Tika down to just uh, three people with uh, Jam Jam, Josh, and Carolyn. And every indication that they're going to go to tribal council again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. how do you think a... Tri- uh, a th- Another tribal council plays out. Jam Jam, Carolyn, Josh. I think they get rid of Josh. I think Jam Jam and, and Carolyn work through their differences. You know, I think they're they're uh, I, they're soulmates, and, and and you know, I think that's gonna. I hope they do. Them. They're so yeah. fun, and yeah. uh, you know, I'd hate to lose either of them. Uh, so maybe they can work past this. Uh, even though I did not like the call this week. Hey, now that Josh is on Tika, he really is purple Josh. <laughs> now he is. Now he yeah. is. Okay. Steven, um, let's take some questions from our listeners here tonight, okay? Uh, Tommy Guam wants to know, will they reintroduce the inheritance advantage and why didn't someone inherit it? Wow, that's a really great point. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, we didn't even touch if she could have uh, stayed in the game, she could have gotten the idol. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Sarah should have two her. idols. Yeah, yeah. Um, so sad to see the inheritance advantage go. Will it come back? Yeah, probably. I think so. I think they're going to, I think they come up with a fun advantage idea. I think, I think someone else is getting that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It has not happened many times that a specific advantage has come back in the same season. The only times that I can remember are, um, that I believe it happened with, uh, tomorrow's recap guest kellen had an extra vote uh which came back uh, a second time in ghost island uh and then also we had knowledge's power come back after it got uh somebody got voted out with it in geo got voted out with it in survivor 43 so it'll be interesting to see if it comes back um i do think that also sarah becomes the first person to be voted out of the game with a fake idol that they believe to be a real idol huh okay voted out because i mean people i mean i know joe was medevac with a fake idol that he believed to be a real Mm -hmm. idol. i guess the voted out uh yeah yeah all right was that in the show was that canon uh, yeah, I thought his fake idol didn't his fake idol make the show. I, think I, I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. Okay, All Joe right. Dowdle, obviously. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Survivor Joe, Joe Dowdle, <laughs> the one and only. <laughs> the yes. First person you think it was your Joe. Yes. Survivor. Okay. All right. Um, All right, uh, Stephen. How about this question from Andy? All right, Andy wants to know. Question: If Tribal came to a stalemate, who do you suppose would have won the argument between Jam Jam and Carolyn? 
or would they have gone to rocks? That's okay, a great so question. So hypothetically, Josh doesn't play his idol. Okay. Right. So now um, we have where, okay, Jam Jam, I'm sorry, Sarah and Josh are immune and Jam Jam and Carolyn need to work it out. Uh, what do you think would happen? Wait, Jam Jam and Carolyn. Oh, Sarah and Josh are immune. Wait, yes. Cause she's saying, and, and so it, it's either Jam Jam or Carolyn. Yeah, remember go in home. season 42 where yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, uh, so yeah, either, yeah. either Jam Jam or Carolyn would need to flip or oh, they yes, would like, yes, have to pick a rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Jam Jam is going to flip in that case. I think he's going to placate Carolyn. You don't think so. I think the Jam Jam could uh, like. Uh, I think I think it would all come out and and Jam Jam be like, no, like uh, I didn't mean it like that. Especially like the Felicia stuff. So yeah. it's like Jam Jam. I do think was was really like ratcheting it up and really yeah. pouring it on. And I think that Carolyn was like, oh, he's being serious. Like uh, yeah. uh, he's like, I, I don't know either. Here's what I don't know, Stephen. Okay, either Carolyn is not a good actress. Or Carolyn is an amazing actress. Yeah. I think. And I, I don't know. Too, yeah. I don't know either. I, so Jam Jam was good, but maybe a little bit. A little he was bit too, maybe too good. Too much. Yeah. Too much. He's a method actor. <laughs> yeah. So. That's a fun question though. It, it's going to be interesting because I think we're really going to get to see a lot of, in next week's episode about what's going on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Andrea says, deal. what do you think about Carolyn and not telling Jam Jam about Josh's idol? See, this is, this, I agree. I think this is a mistake. I think Carolyn broke a lot of trust with Jam Jam. Now Jam Jam wasn't handling Carolyn great either, but I don't think, I do think it was a mistake for, for Carolyn. Not to, mm -hmm. not yeah. Cause I think that we could have seen where, you know, if Carolyn wanted to do this and she, and you know, right before tribal, she brings J Jam Jam. Come here. I gotta tell you something. Look. I know you have this whole plan. Change your plans, okay? He's got, Josh told me he has an idol. He's playing it tonight. We gotta, you know, we, we gotta switch the votes. We gotta flip the script. It's it's yeah. Sarah. It, and like, what, what's Jam Jam gonna say? Yeah. You know? He's playing tonight. He's got an idol. He's playing it. What are, you, yeah. what are we gonna do? That's what I'm saying. You yeah. know, that's what I'm saying. You know, that's just like, say it. Just share with him. Bring your allies in on these things. And then um, they'll appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. How about um, a question about uh, what about from Kyle? All right. Kyle wants to know, is Jamie set up the best in the game? Surprisingly. Um, hmm. I, I would not think so. No, she's on a <laughs> tribe of people who are not her <laughs> allies. Going to vote for her. Yeah. Who Ratsu do you think is in the best night, position Ratsu. game wise, Steven? Oh, that's a fun question. If you had to is, like jump in and play mm -hmm. as any player active in the game, who would it be? Well, you know, I like Matthew's spot. I do yes. like Matthew's spot. Um, I mean, I like I like Matt's spot. Um, Heidi's spot is pretty good. I think mm -hmm. Heidi's got a good spot. What do you think? Yeah, I think that Danny probably has the most going on. Uh, that he's leading his tribe, feeling good, does have an idol, knows where a hidden immunity idol is. Matthew does have all of those things, but also has uh, the injury. Also, but the injury's good. Injury's going to help him long term, right? Mm -hmm. He's not because nobody's going to be worried about him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I think either of those guys uh, would be a good answer to that question. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, 
This is from Lisa. If Sarah played her advantage thing and Josh plays the idol, she gets the idol and she's safe and Josh goes home. Is that how? No, that is not how it would have worked. If she survived that tribal council, she would get the immunity idol in her bag tomorrow. The question is, does she get the note that says this idol expires uh, when you get to the merge? Yeah. Um, that's very funny. Do you get all that's the notes very, also for the stuff? The, you need the paperwork. You get that's the paperwork. The you and, the then you can make, and then you can make more fake idols. Yeah, you need the receipts. Yeah, this is, it's, the, the idols are useless without the, the accompanying paperwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not clear. All right. Um, how about um, <laughs> Little H has a question. Uh, all right, Little H, oh, go ahead. Go, uh, is an advantage getting going to happen with fake <laughs> idols where everybody, uh, people uh, save, will, no one will be safe with all these fakes? I mean, we did kind of have that with uh, your friend and mine, Rick Devins, in The Edge of Extinction, where two fake idols were played at one tribal council. Oh, I forgot about that. That's very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that would be very fun. Um, and I do think, you know, as a lot of people have said, this is probably where they're going with all these idols, just kind of almost like depowering them by making them like so common and then so fake that it's like, oh, I need another idol. Idolflation. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Idolflation. Where's the Fed? Yeah, we need it. Yeah. Um, so that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right, um, because I do think that the rule is that, you know, savvy survivor players are like, hey, an idol comes out. I got to take all like, uh, you know, everybody sort of like dumps their pockets. Yeah. You know, um, and then it really could come out like, OK, well, hold on. Well, who knew I had a fake idol who planted this fake idol? So there could be a lot of questions uh, that get asked. OK, would you go through someone's bag? I, I don't have a problem with it. They, they made it like such a big. Like, oh, my God, we're going to go through someone's bag. Go through someone's bag. Mm-hmm. I feel like that people go through the bag and they never find uh, the thing. I guess last yeah. season they found the no in Gabler's bag. Yeah. OK. Um, all right. Steve, what about this question from Ryan Irwin comedy? Uh, Ryan Irwin says. Should Carson tell Brandon, Kane, and Lauren about Jamie and Matthew finding the idol? He could exchange the one ally and Matthew for three others and target Matthew next. Should he betray Matthew? <laughs> wow, that's very fun. That's a very fun idea. That's a bad move, right? I think so, because they may not believe you. You know, it gets back to Matthew, probably. Um, you know, you've got someone who's like basically trying to create in a bond with you versus three people who aren't. I think like the people who actually want them to play with you are the people you should try to play with, not mm-hmm. the people who don't particularly care about it. Yeah. If that group went to tribal council, because it really did look like once Lauren, she jumped and didn't get the key. And then ultimately it was a big comeback for Lauren and Carson in terms of putting the puzzle together. That do you uh, who do you think would have gone home from that tribe? Oh, that's interesting. I mean, we're assuming Carson plays his idol. I mean, they probably would have stacked votes on Carson. Carson plays his idol, votes out. Who's he voting out? I have no idea. I don't know. I kind of thought that maybe we were going to get maybe Kane getting voted out. Hmm, I can see it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that maybe we might get one more tribal council before mergatory. Maybe it's Josh and then we get to mergatory. Yeah. Kane would actually be a good person from that tribe because we know that Matthew and Brandon are tight. Brandon's a little bit suspicious of Kane. Um, so Kane, Kane would be a good guest from that tribe. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, Kayla wants to know, uh, after the first tribe goes to tribal council, after the one person swap, will it get out that all the people that went on the trip all have an idol? 
Um, you know, well, here's what I was really suspecting we were going to see. We remember back in the first episode where Claire had the conversation with Matthew on the mat. This immunity challenge, who sat out of the challenge? It was Matthew and Jamie. And I really thought we were going to see like, hey, guess what? Like, uh, I have an idol. Like, Carson's going to have one too. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, thought, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, I, I like, I thought that it would, would have made, yeah. Claire get like uh, incepted Matthew with this, uh, like, hey, talk to the other people. And I really thought we were going to see that again. I couldn't believe they didn't do it. I mean, maybe they did. Like, like everyone runs. I was, I, I was, I was watching for that too. Cause everyone runs past them. They're on the benches, like, way at the start of the challenge. Why not? Yeah. And maybe it did happen. And maybe it's the kind of thing that we see in a flashback next week. It's like, or they could have been told not to, you know, they could have been yelled at. Why? It's good TV. Yeah. Always do stuff that's good TV. Yeah. Never yell at them for doing stuff that's good TV. Maybe. I I don't know. I mean, truly. Mm hmm. Okay. Um, Let me see if there's anything else that we haven't talked about. Um, uh, I think that we pretty much hit everything else from uh, the rest of the questions. Steven, well, who do you give a fishy to tonight? I don't know. I, I mean, you don't really want to give it to Carolyn because it wasn't a great move. I mean, Josh but didn't play it so great, you know, where he it did look like, you know, maybe Carolyn saved him. I mean, maybe maybe Matthew. What do you think? Give, give no, me I can't give it there. to Matthew. I mean, I think I'd probably give it to Josh. Yeah. I mean, he played an idol. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's give it to Josh. Give it to Josh. And okay. then, um, and maybe it remains to be seen. Maybe we're going to find out like actually that this was a master stroke on Carolyn's part, but just based off of what we got in those 42 minutes. And I'm interested to know like what the rest of the discourse is from all the other podcasters and social media. But I feel like this was not the right call to make. Um, yeah, but I, I, mean, I, look, I, I my, don't think it's unmitigated. Yeah, I think there is a lot to be said for putting herself in the middle of this group of three where she was very she felt very disposable, obviously. And now mm-hmm. suddenly she's at the center. They keep on losing. You, you have no idea how long it's going to last. I, I don't think it's as bad as you do. I think that there is a lot to be said for the move. Mm-hmm. OK, we'll yeah. see. I was thinking about this uh, before we came on. Everybody that's like, hey, look, like, yeah, we could work with Helen. And and that's like the logical, serious side. But, (laughs) uh, you know, I want to embrace my chaotic, uh, fun side. We're working with Carolyn. Yeah. Um, Got a little too chaotic and fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. uh, All right. Let me tell you a little bit about uh, what else is going on here in the oh, world of Rob as a podcast. Tomorrow, I'll be live with the patrons at 1 p.m. Eastern, taking calls on our patron for happy hour. Just one of the benefits that you get when you become a patron of Rob has a podcast. Come and be a part of the greatest reality TV community in the world. Get access to uh, all of the great international reality TV shows going on right now and much more at robisawebsite.com slash patron. Okay? Mm. All right? Uh, So that's going to be Monday. And then, of course, uh, lots of more stuff coming your way. Can't wait to hear what the other podcasts have to say about that. Jenny Autumn will join me on the Survivor Feedback Show coming up on Monday, in addition to the exit interview and podcast with Callan Plus. Everything in our wrap-ups feed. We've got the best coverage top to bottom. You can hear it all at robisawebsite.com slash survivor feed. Okay. 
Steven, I have started a brand new series as well uh, where I'm doing a deep dive into one specific survivor question a week. And this past week, I took a uh, good long look at fake idols and whether or not they serve a very useful purpose to survivors from a strategic perspective or if they are just a vehicle for good TV. Uh, that is up as a podcast and up on our YouTube channel. And I did come to, I thought, some interesting conclusions in terms of fake idols and how they are best to be used by the players. Oh, how exciting. I, I, I would, you know, I would like you to tell me, but I guess that would sort of, you know, spoil the podcast. Well, uh, do you have feelings about the, the utility of the fake idol? <sighs> I mean, you know, I've got a lot of feelings about it. No, no great thoughts. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, it's also what's interesting is that this season is Survivor 44. Uh, it's been 30 seasons since uh, the fake Hidden Immunity Idol really came to prominence uh, by Yao Man in Survivor Fiji. Mm. The anniversary. Yeah. So this yeah. season is a bit of a celebration of the fake Hidden Immunity Idol. Yeah. Uh, over on the Purple Pants podcast this week, uh, Bryce and Wendell, they recently went up to Toronto for the Survivor premiere. Uh, they were a part of a big uh, panel discussion about uh, race and representation on reality TV. A lot of uh, reality stars uh, were there with them from Big Brother and Big Brother Canada as well. And so uh, you can hear that conversation on the Purple Pants podcast this week, in addition to uh, Bryce and Wendell and Jack Atkins talking about the Survivor News every single week on the Purple Pants podcast. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then over on Survivor Australia, it's winding down on Australian Survivor. Uh, one of the great people you could talk about Survivor with, Adam Klein, joined Shannon uh, Gus this week to talk about everything that's going on. Really fun conversation as they broke down everything heading into the final four on Australian Survivor. So uh, really, really uh, good podcast uh, with Adam. I myself got to check in with Shannon Gus uh, this morning as Dr. Evie Jagoda joined us for our weekly check-in. So lots of great stuff as Australian Survivor, Stephen, uh, finales next week. Has it maintained, I mean, every people are talking about this as like one of the great yes. seasons of Survivor. Yes, just a little bit of a tease for the podcast, the check-in I did with Shannon and Evie. Evie said uh, it is a top five all-time season of Survivor, Survivor Heroes versus Villains. Wow. What are the Australian. other Yeah. I, I mean, they would have to tell you their exact uh, top five rankings, but yeah, I don't think I could disagree. I think it's a good take. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of Big Brother or it's a lot of Survivor, but uh, it's worth it. All right. Uh, of course, uh, right after uh, we get off tonight, uh, we will have our Big Brother Canada recap. Taryn is going to be uh, live, I believe, at 1030 Eastern time to go over tonight's Big Brother Canada. So, Stephen, uh, put the coffee on and stay up late to find out who won the veto. Hmm. <laughs> why not why not and of why course yeah. uh make sure you're subscribed to rob as a podcast rob is a website.com slash subscribe for everything that i'm doing everything we have going on in our rehab ups feed and much more on apple Podcasts and spotify all for free at rob is a website.com slash subscribe all right uh steven anything fun coming up for you this week I, I do want to do a little shout out. Um, I have had very bad insomnia yes. um, recently. I have in the past too, but I was tweeting about, you know, hey, like what do people do 
for, to help with their insomnia. And PG as law, uh, as well as a couple other people said, there's this podcast called sleep with me. Now, yeah, I, yes, I'm, yes. I'm you, very you know familiar. Scooter. Yeah. Scooter. Yeah. So do you listen to sleep with me? I have that. Uh, he is also a, uh, fan of, uh, the podcast. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I started listening to this podcast and it works. It works. I mean, he like, tells sort of boring rambly it's intentionally stories. boring yes and maybe he got the idea from you like what about a podcast <laughs> so boring that it puts you to sleep maybe uh, I, he yeah. i believe there's an episode where he talks about rob as a podcast oh my well that would be a, that's what like, pg was saying you should talk about survivor I'm like please don't talk about survivor all of nightmares instead of you know mm-hmm. blissful blissful sleep but um i was always very like uh, skeptical of, of a podcast as a sleep aid but it's he's it works and i'm like i'm like lying there thinking there's no way this is gonna work and then you know Mm-hmm. Six hours later. Yeah, he does a really good job. So yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out to Scooter. Not sure if he's still uh, keeping up with Survivor. He said but- that he he keeps. He said that he watches the, the Know It Alls. Uh, so oh, okay. I mean, not, not on the pie. I uh, I became a patron, but but um, yeah, yeah. Not to not to promote another podcast on your podcast, but it's a great podcast. Feel it's free. Really uh, he's a, a good guy. Uh, so yeah. yeah, if anybody is uh, having trouble sleeping, yeah, definitely recommend the uh, Sleep with Me podcast. Okay. Yeah, it's really great. All right, Stephen. So nice to be back together with you. Uh, next no. week we will be See apart. You never. Yeah. yeah, but then uh, we'll be back together. You know, all through April. Through the merge. Yeah, or the mergeatory. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, maybe no. so maybe one week apart, and you basically it's like you're like Carson, and you're like going mm. off to the the other tribe. Where am I? I guess I'm going to the other team. Uh, yeah, that's right. I'm staying here, so I'm. Uh, um, I will see you at the merge. Maybe. Am I Jam Jam or Carolyn in this scenario? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm uh, more the Carolyn than okay. uh, the Jam Jam. I, I mean, yeah, you would, I would be more the Carson, I feel like. You know? <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. the glasses. Yeah. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us for Survivor Know-It-Alls. We've got a lot coming up on Thursday. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.